Hi, I'm Neil Nix. After every live show, we find ourselves having intense post-show conversations. And for our subscribers, we decided to leave the record button on. So hit that subscribe button to listen to Truth Lies Shenanigans, the after show. In our live show, season three, episode 13, I took the week off and our good friend Micah from the Black on Black Cinema podcast sat in for me. The crew talked about Jesse Smollett trial and Elon Musk saying nobody over 70 should be allowed to run for president. And then there was an amazingly fun guest, actress, director, writer, producer, Cher Cherie. And she agreed to hang out for the after show where the dominant conversation was about old ass presidents. Take a listen. after show y'all say what you have on your mind what you didn't get a chance to say there are no nothing you know you can't say here there's no censorship not that there is on our show but there's no censorship let's talk a little bit more about micah's quick fire topic as it relates to um political campaigns who's running for office here in the united states and if there should be there's a minimum age right at least to run for president, and I believe to run for, you know, um, certain members of Congress, you have to be 35. But what about an age maximum, guys, age maximum? So Micah brought the topic to the table. So, Micah, you want to just give your first um, thoughts on that, expand on that? So I'm not saying that there shouldn't be senior representation because young people have a tendency to discount anything that the older generation has to say because you're old and you don't know what's hip right now. You know, I, I 100% believe that there should be senior representation. Um, so I'm not saying that, but if you want, if you want younger people to become more politically active, they're going to have to start seeing themselves. Um, when you see, when you see someone's grandpa telling you what to do, Younger people are, are going to push back. Right. Like younger people have a tendency to push back, right? Because they're young and they don't know nothing. But when you get <laughs> to a certain age, you, you become older and you think you know everything. And I'm just, I want to see, I want to see a little more uh, uh, of a balance. And, you know, I, I, I don't like it when, especially now, like our political, our political climate now is so much like rooted in, in like, like they treat it like sports teams, right? Like, like the, yeah. like the, the WTF or the WFT and the Cowboys. Say, I was going to say, hopefully not the WFT, them losing Bama's, but go ahead, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I, I, and I, and I do think that there should be a, a, a cap. And I'm not saying the cap's got to be, I, I think 65, quite frankly, is a little low, right? I would make it 70, maybe 75. But that's it. Not seventy-five. And 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 I quite frankly, I feel like if you're seventy-five and you're and you're seventy-five, should be it. Like not that you should be ousted, but you shouldn't be able to run again. Like if you, you can't be a new candidate. Right, you can't be a new candidate at seventy. Like you just, I, I don't think you, I don't think you should. Now, you know, there are other aspects, there are other forms of political office, but but is it discrimination? Sure. Well, we discriminate a lot when it comes to certain things like this, right? If you've ever filled out a job application and it said you must be able to lift 20 pounds over your head, and if you can't, then you can't get this job, that's discrimination. But what if that job requires you to do that, right? And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know. It just, 
I, I, I'm not opposed to the idea of setting a cap for new candidates for any type of office. Chair? Now, Gianni, you were mentioning, like, I'd love to hear your thoughts, Gianni, because you are, you know, you represent the, the younger generation, as it were. I don't know how old you are, but you look like you might be, like, 15 years younger than some of us. <laughs> Shenanigans. Well, I, think, I think it's a lot more than 15 years. I think it's a lot more than 15 years. What do you have to What do you have to say? Girl. My baby girl. I would say that um, I think that it's true. I think it, it would be nice to see younger representation in politics, especially with people that actually know what they're talking about and can be a voice for um, what we have what issues that we have um, in in this age group, like in, as millennials, older millennials, how whatever they classify us as. But I think that like I like both. I like the best of both worlds. I've 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 always been somebody that hung out with older people. So for me, I like the wisdom and knowledge of somebody who's been in politics since they were my age and they're now seventy. I know it's a little extreme, but it. To me, I kind of find a little bit of safety in that because they know what they're doing. Like they're they may be experts in that field, but I think they would be like Rob. Rob said, "Good as advisors or counselors. Both the best of both worlds should be." Um, Let's go to share. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree with what you said, Liz. I think sixty-five is already getting old, and I think that should be the limit on entering. But like you said, if you're already in the office and you're going up and you're serving your tenure or whatever, then fine, you know. But I would like to see, you know, even the presidency, like it was so refreshing when President Obama was a president because he was young. He got it, <laughs> understood what everybody was. You know, he came up through society the same way we've come up through society, you know. and. But I just, I just like it when they're like 85, 90, and I'm looking at them like, you don't even get my level. You just don't get yeah. my level. How are you going to get the level of someone younger? So, like, also, like, the presidency, yeah, obviously they have, like, I don't know. I just don't like the 80 and 85. We have to retire from working at 65. What makes you think that all of a sudden now I should go run the country? You know, Boom. I think it would be a lot Boom. more diversity if we were Boom. opened it up to younger in some areas, especially like in the Senate and in the House. Yeah, man. Well, like, so what is it like in Canada? What's it like in well, Canada? I, um, yeah, in terms of age limits, age minimum and age maximum, or is there age maximum? Um, I'm not aware of any age maximums, and that's not one aspect that I looked into when uh, I was researching this story, but that. Uh, that's an interesting take. Um, I really don't know what the age limits are uh, in Canada, to to be completely honest. But I mean, if you take a look at uh, Trudeau, I mean, you like him he's soft on the eyes. He's he's part of your he's part of that demographic. So I mean, we we have a younger leader, and you look at countries like I think it's in uh, Finland. Yes, in Finland, uh, uh, Santa Marin. Uh, Exactly, thirty-four-year-old woman who's becoming oh, wow. prime minister, Pretty. right? So, some other countries are doing it right. Uh, mind you, you look at Cameroon; they've got an eighty-seven-year-old president. So, you know, maybe other countries aren't doing it right. Okay. But I, I do 
believe that. Jesus, stop it. I, I, I'm, a hum, I'm a human being, and oh, I sorry. recognize that when I reach a certain age threshold, my cognitive abilities are going to diminish. I recognize that certain I will be more privy to certain afflictions than I am in my 40s. So there, there, other people aren't immune to this. This is a universal concept. So we need to be very mindful of that and not necessarily have someone who is toying with senility having access to the launch codes. We think back to Reagan and, I mean, just how terrifying it was that he was going toe-to-toe with the Russians at the time, and he was a few fries short of a Happy Meal towards the end. But and he'd already been shot. Yeah. And he's already been shot. To me, it's the age thing is kind of important when you reach the upper echelon. My real beef is the qualifications that are required to run for office are fucking woeful. To run for Senate, you need to be 30 years old. You need to be a citizen of at least nine years. And you need to reside in the state in which you're running that's those are your qualifications you need more qualifications <laughs> to it. become a mcdonald's shift manager you need to <laughs> run with others you need to have a positive attitude you need experience you need a year's worth of experience and six months of it within the mcdonald's environment so <laughs> i don't know like when i look at what the qualifications are and i look at the lauren the lauren boberts who got her ged just months before she got into office and look at what you get. You get idiocy. So I've mentioned several times on the show, you know, my, I I grew up with an older parent, um, two parent household, daddy's girl. My dad was 54 when I was born. So if he were still with us today, he would be 101 years old. Right. Wow. Um, I remember, I remember growing up the moment when I was in my early teens and I realized that this is a big generation gap because we were on total opposite ends of how we viewed the world, how we viewed women, how we viewed um, gays, because my older, one of my older brothers is gay and he just was like, no. And so it, 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 it kind of was like a jolt to my system. Like I was still very, very close to my father. I, I love him to, to this day. You know, I think about him every day, but there was a huge difference. There were moments where I felt like, okay, growing up, I could, he could always relate to me. Now I'm 14 and I feel like we're speaking two different languages. And we kind of did, um, you know, because he spoke different languages physically. But in terms of mental capacity and what was going on in the world, I'm like, you're not relating to me. You're not understanding what mm-hmm. I'm saying, what my experiences are, and what my outlook is on the world. In addition to his health issues, my dad was very unhealthy. And so going into this last election, Bernie Sanders at 79, he had not yet turned 80, had already had just had a heart attack, had a host of health issues. And one of the things that going that goes into being eligible for being president or when you're president, you constantly have to be checked because you are the leader of the free world. You have the nuclear codes. They constantly have to check how healthy you are. And so I was not the least bit comfortable with Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, and Donald Trump in their late 70s 
as my options. I was dumbfounded and floored this year when I realized Nancy Pelosi is 80. What? What? What are we doing? Where is the, the younger voice? Even Maxine, well, Auntie Maxine, Maxine Waters is in her 80s, which accounts yeah. for a lot of her disposition, okay? Um, but I just <laughs> think if you are running a government, you know, you owe it to the people. You owe it to the populace yes. to be relatable. And I just don't think you, you, I think you've outgrown that once you reach a certain age. It's not me being ageist. You know, again, I grew up with the older parent. I did a lot of stuff you know, for my dad who was in his late 60s before he passed, that someone who had a parent who was in their 40s would never even dream of having to do. But I think you owe it to the populace to be kind of on the same page and understand where we're coming from, um, especially as it relates to, relates to a lot of social issues that we're going through right now. Yeah, man, like um, it or not, like the world is changing. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Older people have a harder time grasping certain things, man. Like, like you, like you brought up with your, with your brother. Look, I don't mean to speak for the LGBTQ community, but like, like this is a thing that's happening, man. And, and a lot of people don't get it, but a lot of younger people, they, they, they either get it or they don't get it, but they accept it. And this train's not moving. This train's not stopping, man. So it just also, you know, it should be it should be a point of pride that that our elders should feel confident enough to want to pass the baton to the younger generation to keep, to keep the thing moving, man. And um, you know, I, I I I don't know, I don't know, but yeah, I just I just found it. I just thought it was a, an interesting topic. No, I think it's a timely topic. I think it's something that we are definitely facing. Um, you know, Strom Thurmond, who used to be, you know, the go- the one, uh, senator in South Carolina, um, very racist, very Republican, very misogynist. Um, you know, he was old, old when he died. Old, old. Like, oh, he goodness. had, no, old, old, but like, you know, he had, um, I don't even want to call them slaves, if you will. Um, but he had a lot of sharecroppers, indentured servants, or whatever that were working mm. for him that were not seen as free black people in this country. And then, of course, he went and had a kid with one of them. She was always denied, but he was still voting against progressive issues, against civil rights. And he was, you know, in office until, you know, the day he died. This was a man who was like old and decrepit and just was against everything progressive. And I'm like, no, 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 no. There needs to be a limit on that because the world has changed and we should expect our leaders to have followed the change, if you will. Um, But yeah, I've been called ages. When I saw this, when you brought this topic up, Micah, I was like, oh, yeah, I've talked about this. Or, you know, um, people, I'm surprised because your dad was old. Yeah, because my dad is was old, I know so what it's know like. Very well. I know yeah. what it's like. And my dad was I kinda one of the see it people too. on the planet. And I kind of see, young. I guess when I first saw it, um, when Micah showed it, I, I saw it too as in other cultures, if we're taking it there, they see the elder or like older people as like these wise, shamanistic type of people. So... I know that's not our society, I've, of course, but I still kind of like that tradition. Like, 
we hold these the older people or the elders to a certain position as advisors or counselors helping and and um molding so to the younger person to be in a, a leader for for the generations for the younger the rest of the younger people um but i can see yeah. a cap i i wouldn't mind that in this in in america the u.s i wouldn't 65 yeah, for president, I would say anywhere from fifty to sixty-five. Because you, <laughs> she's like right there. You're really, you're gonna, at fifty, you're gonna have the knowledge of what has been going yeah. on in the recent past. Because yeah. sixty-five, you're still comprehensive. We can talk it out. Anywhere north of sixty-five, <laughs> you're getting stuck in your ways. They don't want to mm-hmm. talk. They don't want to. Hey, Usually, no yeah. So and so's L L L, you know, gay, or so and so is <laughs> in a biracial marriage, or so and so is doing this. They're stuck in the time when it wasn't okay. We're in the time where it's not only okay, but one hundred percent normal. So let's move on from this baloney that's going on <laughs> over there, and let's get some fresh action there, and let's bring this yeah. back together because you got everybody. A young yes. virile president that Carol that Kennedy was a young virile president. So let me just ask you guys this for parting shots. Like, so I think Cher gave an age, but I'm going to have her clarify. What's the age you guys would suggest, Cher? I would say for president between 50 to um, 65. Okay. I don't want to see anybody older than that. I don't. I don't like okay. it. I don't think. I just don't think that they're. I think they're too old. Okay, Micah. Um. You know, maybe 70 might be, might, 70 is like the upper limit to what I think someone entering <laughs> into office should be. It, oh, entering? You, you know, yeah, like if you have some sort of, and even then, I don't, you can do one term and then like, all right, maybe that's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because I'm trying not, I'm trying, you know, older people want to see themselves represented also, right? But at Very the same true. time, Very I, true. Very I, true. But I, yeah, they really want to see themselves. They they don't care. Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't want nothing. Get out of here. But I do <laughs> like Rob's idea of having uh, senior advisors. You know, people yes. who, because that's all the president is, right? The president is one person who has a ton of other people around them to advise them on what to do because the president can't mm-hmm. be the subject matter expert for every single little thing. Right. And but but you should but but that job weighs on you, man. Like everyone always says, look at the look at the the first day that this person got elected, look at the last day. And they got a full head of black hair and they got a full head of white hair. Look at Obama. Barack Obama (laughs) is sixty years old right now and is almost (laughs) fully gray. It weighs on you. Yeah. Right, at sixty. Like so, yeah, I think I think it would behoove this country to have a a younger uh, a younger face for the nation, but with 
uh, a range of ages and just a completely diverse uh, set of people around that person. Yeah. Robbie? And Robbie, your um, perspective, U.S. and Canada, age, age. Um, I would say that the sweet spot is, for me, in my opinion, would be 35 to 65, because depending on the okay. candidate, some people are, are cut from a different cloth. There are some people who are cut from that leadership mantle and have those skills and abilities at a younger age. And like Michael was just saying, if you're surrounded by top advisors and groups, then you have someone who can help you make those right decisions, who can help influence your decisions. But I think that 35 to 65 would be that sweet spot. Um, but I think that anyone over the age of 60 should be required to have some kind of follow-up, some kind of, you know, if there's cognitive anything tests. in your entourage. Uh, thank you. Cognitive tests. How appropriate. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> damn, I'm pushing 50. I guess I'm not ready for the leadership <laughs> <thing> just yet. <laughs> So Mike Winter did ask um, if uh -oh. we had statistics on the aging demographic of the U.S. citizenry. And I did find that um, in 2020, so 18% of the population was 0 to 14, uh, 14 15 to 65 is 65% of um, your age demographic, and 16.63% is 65 and up. Okay. Makes a difference. So I representation say... does matter. And a yeah. good question, Mike. A good question, Michael. Good question. Gianni? I would say um, from 35 to 70. Because what if there's those exception people that are like 66? And then you kind of just feel bad. <laughs> so let's, just, let's just round up. Let's just say six, 35 to 70. I'm, I'm sorry, but I mean, Mike, we're just made for rounding down, though. Couldn't the same argument be made for rounding down? You um, know what I mean? Mike, oh, I'm 34. Mike just I can't <laughs> on Facebook, Mike just said Trump didn't yeah. age a bit in office. Watching Fox all day doesn't age a person. I guess if you go golfing and you're watching Fox News, it's not a bad life. Yeah, he's the he's the only president <laughs> that hasn't like gone through some sort of like incredible like, aging metamorphosis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the hair is a little less Sherbert. The hair is a little less <laughs> Sherbert. Yeah. Other than that, you know, not not a lot of aging metamorphosis. Um, I just tend yeah. not to feel bad when it comes to the leaders of our country. So I am more, I'm more strict with them. I'm just like, okay, you need to do right. You need to do this. So I think I'm with um, a mixture of both Cher and Micah. Um, 35 for me, 35. And I'm, I'm being generous with 30. Well, I could even go for 32 maybe. Um, but 35 to 65, 70 would be my max, though, if you were just starting up your campaign. Like, bruh, what you, bruh or sister, what you been doing up until this point? Where have you been? Like, come on, come on. And I need to see the full medical records. I need a cognitive test. And I really need to know where you are on the issues. Because um, yeah. old people yeah. can be crotchety. You know, I'm not, I'm in oh, my yeah. late 40s. And y'all know, like, it takes me a lot to put on a happy face every day. Like I can be mean, surly, and crotchety. Whew. Yeah, and so and imagine, like I would, I wouldn't mind being president, but y'all would be like, "Hold, 
Oh, I would like God. you to be present, Liz. At least you'll lis- listen to us. And, and I'll listen, and I would it. definitely be for women's rights and women's issues, one hundred percent. There's been a lot of stories in the in the news this week about abuses of women that have just you know hurt my heart yet again. Um, LGBTQ issues are very important to me. Um, minority issues are very important. Like, I just want, you know, at, at, it's 2021. We should so be in a better place. And I feel yeah. like we're taking, taking so many steps backwards that it, it frightens me. It frightens me. Um, so, yeah, so my, my age group would be 35. I'll, I'll let 32 go. 35 to 70 at the max. 70 at the max. I like that. I think that 70 at the max. Um, but yeah, you got to have a lot of physical examinations before you are eligible. All right. Thank you guys so much for, again, another spirited conversation. I think this is a very pertinent conversation to what's going on, you know, in these Mm -hmm. United States right now. Um, because we do have, uh, you know, even though it seems very quick, we do have an election, a general election that's coming up sooner rather than later. So it's something to think about. And, you know, Donald J. Trump is threatening to run again. And he's going to be in his late late 70s at that time. And if y'all think he's senile now, what y'all think it's going to be like (laughs) a couple of years from now? What color do you think the hair is going to be a couple of years from now? Um, So I appreciate the conversation. I appreciate the commentary. Once again, to our viewing audience, our listening audience, thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, you can always listen to the TLS podcast on Apple Podcasts or at TLSpod.com. You can listen to us or watch all of our full shows on YouTube every week. Rob is always doing his thing, bringing you those YouTube clips. Tomorrow, well, we're recording tomorrow. I'm not quite sure when it's going to air, but I will be joining Micah on the Black on Black Cinema podcast this week to discuss the latest movie, Passing. If you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. Um, It's about light-skinned Black folks passing for white. Mm. I believe it was like in the 1920s, 30s, Micah? Very cool. 1920s. All right. Um, So uh, that should be a very good conversation. And it's still a very applicable and pertinent conversation today, actually. Um, Again, thank you so much to Cher, Cherie, for joining us. Loved all of your energy. Loved all of your commentary. Thank you so much. Looking forward to your future projects. Cherie, Cher, did you want to just give them um, very quickly a place where they can go to find your work before we leave? Yeah. Oh, well, YouTube. You know, our film, Trick of the Witch, is up for a limited time on YouTube, and it's a great movie to grab some popcorn and snaps and get your jammies. Or a drink. Watch for my future. Exactly. Watch for my future film, Hollywood Baby Doll, coming out. My little girl's keeping up. You know, just look us up on Instagram. Share Sheree, Chris Morrissey Films, Trick of the Witch. It's been so nice to be here and talk with like great-minded people. Thank you guys so much for having me on the show. And it's nice to have you here. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So again, until next time, we're back next Sunday with our TLS holiday special. So get your holiday treats. 
ready. It will be ready for you. Thank you guys so much. Until then, be good. Be good. Bye, guys.